a lot of times when people look at passive income, it's like, how can I not talk to anyone or make friends with them or have any genuine connection and money still comes in all the time uh, is kind of what it's asking in a way, even though obviously that's not how anyone words it. Uh, but when you're doing a completely passive income source, a lot of them uh, will be like, how do I just list my course online? People buy it. I never talk to them before they buy the course, after they buy the course. How can I get them to buy my consulting, uh, whatever it, your professional services uh, without being taught just on repeat on autopilot while I sleep. And although there are plenty of ways to make money while you sleep, a lot of times trying to go that route, um, I, I came to a realization about two years ago, I remember saying, nothing has kept me more broke than the idea that passive income exists. Welcome to the Making Sales Social podcast, featuring the top voices in sales, marketing, and business. Join Bryn Tillman and me, Bob Woods, as we each bring you the best tips and strategies our guests are teaching their clients, so you can leverage them for your own virtual and social selling. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Making Sales Social. Our guest today is Derek Vidal. He is the founder of socialbamboo.com and the host of the Social Bamboo podcast, which is the number one Instagram podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, Derek. How are you? I'm doing great. Excited to be here. Oh, me too. And, you know, we had a conversation the other day and I had some really big aha moments around some of the things you do around social, which is so different than the way that we typically talk about social and social selling. So I can't wait to dive into your specialty. But before we do, we ask all of our guests the same question. What does making sales social mean to you? I really love this concept because I think it's very easy to, to get away from it, uh, especially when people are looking to, to make passive income. A lot of times when people look at passive income, it's like, how can I not talk to anyone or make friends with them or have any genuine connection and money still comes in all the time uh, is kind of what it's asking in a way, even though obviously that's not how anyone words it. Uh, but when you're doing a completely passive income source, a lot of them uh, will be like, how do I just list my course online? People buy it. I never talk to them before they buy the course, after they buy the course. How can I get them to buy my consulting, uh, whatever it, your professional services uh, without being taught just on repeat on autopilot while I sleep. And although there are plenty of ways to make money while you sleep, a lot of times trying to go that route, uh, I, I came to a realization about two years ago, I remember saying, nothing has kept me more broke than the idea that passive income exists, <laughs> um, at least at the phase of business that I was at. Uh, so where this really pertains to, to me uh, is I used to try to sell a uh, $1,000 course through Facebook ads and a webinar can totally be a viable strategy. Uh, just really difficult to do, especially as like one of the, your first major online marketing ventures was what I was trying to do. Um, very difficult. And then I, I started getting people on the phone and closing that way instead of just having a link on my website. And it turned out all these people just had some questions that I could answer that was my my website was never going to answer like for me to have that on my website would have been such a specific random thing like it would have to be a different website for every different business owner mm -hmm. and even then they also have random reasons why they 
they need to wait on why they need to do your course in a couple weeks in a couple months i want to go through this other course i just bought from someone else mm-hmm. uh, just so many random things that it's like a, a computer can't handle this especially because even if all those words are on the screen for them to read it is, is a whole other thing and they can mm-hmm. just click off and, and exit or scroll down to the next post at, at any time like a split second uh to to divert their attention away from you but when when i got people on the phone i realized that i didn't have a that much of a problem with what I was selling, which I thought I did. I had a problem with the way that I was selling it, which was a no contact approach. Uh, and then for my traffic too, I did a lot of stories to, Hey, book a call with me guys. And I did a lot of posts and and YouTube videos. And those do work well, uh, to tell people, Hey, book a call. But then I was like, what if I, you know, make that part personal as well. And I just DM Mm -hmm. people. And that was such a revolutionary time for my business, because when you're just creating content and just sitting there and waiting, that's all you can do. You're like, should I make another post? Like, but Mm -hmm. it's like, dang, like 300 people saw that story and none of them booked a call, which which is typical. Like, and a lot of people like, dang, like, I guess I did it wrong. It's just kind of like the, the speed of their their attention at that time when they're going through stories, they, they might be like, Oh, I'll book a call later. Um, but it's just, it's not personal. It's going too fast. They don't really know if, are you, is there, are they talking to me for booking this call? Or I don't know if this pertains to me, but when the approach became personal and I said, why don't I just start DMing people who have liked my posts and mm. just get a conversation going? Um, all of a sudden sales became more in my control for my business rather than like hoping a post went viral. I could just sit there and say, I have this many followers on Instagram. There's definitely five clients in there. <laughs> so let's go out and uh, and find them. And so many of those clients are like, I've, I've heard you mention the free call forever, but until you reached out, I just never took you up on it. So yeah, breaking through those barriers of the computer have, was really necessary for my business to start working. So I love that, right? The the social piece is really about those one-on-one conversations. Content, you know, we often talk about content in three ways. There's the one-to-many, I post it and hope and pray that the right people see it. I create a template of sorts that I specifically get into the inbox of folks. So it's not really personalized, but it's tailored. Uh, and it's going into the DMs, but it's still not 100% personal. But that one-on-one where I use your name, you know, I refer to something that we had in common, we have in common, or that I noticed on your profile, or that I noticed about um, a vacation you went on, if you're on Instagram, or something where they know that you took the time and you made them matter, you matter, right? But until you can make them truly feel like you've invested time, why would they invest time back? Why would they invest in the 15 minutes to have a conversation until they know, well, two things, one, right, that you matter, and two, that you actually can bring them value. So the other thing I'll say, and then I'll go into some of our questions that, because I love what you said, is Often we're sharing content we want them to know versus the the content that they want to engage on. So if we're constantly saying book a free call, but they haven't experienced us or even know why, because we haven't brought them value yet, why would they book that call, right? So that value that we can deliver to them earns us that call. 
and the conversations that I have uh, are like someone who's not me couldn't even have some of these conversations because I'll DM them and there will have never been any messaging that has happened between us. And I'll say, hey, I just wanted to reach out and say, I love this about your account and this about your account. And I never use like a cookie cutter. I mean, I dive in there. I always find like there's plenty of uh, mm -hmm. everyone's awesome. <laughs> everyone's got something awesome going for them. It's not that hard to to find. I remember one girl, her bio link was her like singing at a hockey game and she's saying like a taylor swift song like at the start of it or something like that and i i watched part of it and i like messaged her about that and she was like i've been listening to your podcast for three years and i was having the worst day of my life today like my, my car i got an accident and then you just hit me with this message complimenting me singing at the hockey game and it was the best thing ever and it yeah and then you made her matter and that's the difference right there's all these automation programs out there, which are, in my opinion, it's completely unauthentic. If you, you know, you're trying to pretend that you actually care about me when you don't, if I identify that it's icky for me, it's like, well, I, I clearly, I don't matter. I'm a lead, not a person. So that, that feels very unsocial. Right. It might work at the beginning before people realize it's an automation when they don't realize the authenticity. And then now there's just such banner blindness to it where if they mm -hmm. if it looks like a text that could have been copy and pasted, it's just assumed at this point. Uh, even right. rarely, I try to personalize my messages as much as possible. Uh, but sometimes they reply like, is this actually Derek? <laughs> uh, you know, because they're yeah. expecting it not to be. I respond with that all the time. Is this automation? and what's interesting in linkedin is i'll get a connection request and instead of accepting it i will reply and just say is this automation and i immediately get a reply thanks for connecting with me i'm, I'm like i didn't connect with you uh, yeah. and you didn't answer my question so well actually they did answer my question it was automation yeah so, um i actually anyone that's using automation i will block because it's just not social to me. Social media to me is about being social. And you would never send a robot to a business card exchange or a conference or a trade show when you're trying to build relationships. So why would you do that here? So tell me a little bit about socialbamboo.com. Talk to me a little bit about um, the, the value that you're bringing primarily on Instagram. Most of the people that we have here are more LinkedIn savvy and sales savvy, but you are really Instagram. So talk to us a little bit about socialbamboo.com and why Instagram is really a solution for businesses. So it started off as Instagram Marketing Secrets was the name of my podcast, actually, when I found out there was really an opening uh, for Instagram podcasts. I was like on the road and I was looking for one for myself. And I typed in Instagram and the top podcast hadn't had an episode for like, five months or something. So I was like, okay. And I, I just started a podcast that day actually. And I just started recording on my phone, called it Instagram marketing secrets. And within a week I was like the number one search on Instagram. And uh, that's kind of where the business started. I didn't actually have an intention to make money, to be honest, uh, even though I was like, I'm sure I'll find some way to make money eventually if this takes off. Uh, but after a couple of years, I started branching out and then it, to other social media platforms and it became social bamboo so i'm still really known as the instagram guy and by far that's the platform i know best um both on the organic and the paid ad side of things 
Um, and now I guess like such as yourself and other people to, to really help me fill in the, the rest of the social media marketing realm on my show. Um, but Social Bamboo got its name uh, from me reverse engineering the name, actually. I was like, the, the major Facebook and Instagram ad strategy I teach, like, what is it really about? It's a sustainable strategy because this has really been a, a marketing strategy that's kind of been used for decades, just in different mediums. And then it's fast growth just because it, it works really quickly for people who are like, I just need a boost to my following and assets now. So I was like, all right, fast and sustainable. And then I looked up, I typed in, I think those words and like bamboo is the most sustainable uh, plant and one of the fastest growing. So I was like, there you go. <laughs> so that is where the name social bamboo came from. Um, but yeah, it's been a podcast for about three and a half years. Uh, I've got my YouTube channel, Derek Vidal, but basically I do a lot of uh, free content as far as, um, you know, interviewing people or just giving um, basics on getting started on Instagram and getting your initial sales on there. Um, but then it's consulting as far as a, a business goes. I do done with you uh, with people. I've done courses before and, and done for you right now. Done with you is how I'd like to structure it. I love the done with you because then you're getting their voice. It's not your voice, right? Yeah, it, it's the authenticity thing too. Um, I, I don't do agency work or it's so rare that I do. I have to really know your business or be willing to learn all about it because and even then when I do done for you work, I'm like, I'm not pressing publish until you look over every bit and make sure it sounds mm -hmm. like you, because it's just like, I don't really know about yoga or whatever your market is nearly as well as you. I just know the marketing tactics and how to set this up and how to go about it. But I, I really need people's voice to stay within it. So talk about some of these marketing tactics. What are some things that really work on Instagram and what are some mistakes people are making? Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about the organic side of things first. Uh, it's hard not to mention reels. If you go through your Instagram feed, it's almost all reels at this point. Uh, so I think a lot of people, you know, they, they don't love that because it's not what they're used to. Maybe you were just figuring out how to do your posting strategy. Then all of a sudden reels came about. Now all your engagement's gone with your carousel posts, your single image posts. And you're like, how do I even do this reels thing? Like I'm just figuring out like how to do reels. It took me a while to do. Uh, you can go through my reels evolution on my profile and see it. You really got to post through it. Um, but the organic reach on Instagram, um, that's where it is right now. So it's very hard to grow a following from doing regular types of posts, single image or carousel. Um, but those still get to your own followers pretty well. Um, so don't be afraid to keep those up. Even if the like numbers aren't what they used to be, they're probably still finding their way in front of the followers who truly care about what you're doing. Um, so you can still mix those in. Looking to up your LinkedIn game? The Social Sales Link team has you covered with our LinkedIn Sales Accelerator, a guided social selling program that includes training, coaching, and so much more. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash in for more details. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com slash in. Uh, reels, though, you really can take any kind of content you're doing and turn it into a reel. It just might take a little bit of creative thinking. Uh, so for instance, I was just thinking of a way uh, that I wanted to say, hey, the Instagram algorithm doesn't hate you in particular. It hates us all the same. Uh, so I can turn that into a Twitter quote and I can like screenshot it, or I can turn that into a reel where I find an audio that's like eight seconds long. And at the halfway mark, like the beat changes or just like, you know, the, the song indicates 
like something should change. And then I can just like film myself for eight seconds, not even saying anything sitting there with an audio. And the first four seconds might say to everyone that thinks the Instagram algorithm hates them, dot, dot, dot. And then at the beat drop, say it doesn't, it hates us all the same. Like just, you can really turn anything into a reel, um, but it just takes a little bit of, uh, you know, understanding how do I match this up with an audio, but it's just going to do a lot better. Um, and that's really the only way you can grow your following consistently um, from from posting. Um, still easier said than done, especially because it takes the time. But that's where the, the reach is definitely. So, what are some of the tools? And I want to go back to the mistakes. But what are some of the tools that people can use easily? So, like we use Camtasia um, and we use Canva. So, Canva okay. can do quick little things. What are some things you recommend for reels? Just because it can take so long to do especially if you're doing a lip sync, I, I do like so many takes before I'm okay with it. Uh, I don't get people who can batch content. I'm like, this one took me way too long as it is. Uh, so if you can keep it on the app for the sake of speed of content production, a lot of times, if you can do it on the app, it can be great. Especially if you're like, you know what? The lighting's great right now. I got something to say. I got high energy. I'm in a great mood. You don't have to go home, get get on your lights. Like if you want to do it right then, um, the car oftentimes has really great lighting and great sound too. Um, so you should find a way to make reels where you might not need external tools. Although I do use this, the same two that you just mentioned actually. Um, and then people who like a phone editor that's more complex would be InShot is very common. Um, but reels, um, TikTok, TikTok just, I got basically every feature that InShot has on their creator, on their platform, like creating the content. They're really trying to make it like you can do everything on here. Mm -hmm. But Reels, just for the sake of making it easy, if you have something to say, uh, it can be hard to do it in one take in 60 seconds and get your point across and it mm -hmm. still be engaging content. So just try filming yourself for a couple seconds and say like a hook, like what is this post about? Hey guys, here's three tips to grow on Reels and then film yourself for little bits. The first one I want to talk about is make sure at the beginning you have a, a captivating hook, stop, and then like film yourself on the next one and just give yourself these like little micro bursts to say it so mm. that you can be very condensed and then you can give yourself unlimited tries is, is more it. So each try, even if you mess up at second 45, I hate having to restart the whole thing. So if you do all these little quick bursts of filming yourself, that can be a great way for a lot of the educators that listen to the show uh, to get on reels and then not require eight takes before you get it right. Just sit there and just keep filming little seconds at a time. I love that tip. That's awesome. All right. So I want to go back. What are some mistakes people are making on Instagram? The biggest two mistakes, I'll still stick with reels, I guess, uh, for a second, then I'll go to more general. Um, two biggest mistakes with reels. Um, if they're not trending, don't look at Oh, it's my hashtags. Oh, I was posting time. It's almost always going to be these two things. Either the first couple seconds wasn't engaging enough to get people to watch to the end. And if your watch time is bad, it doesn't matter how many people like it. Like we have a lot of friends, you know, you might like your friends post that you're like, I'll like it because I like you. I don't want to watch your video though. And <laughs> you just like keep scrolling on. Um, so Instagram kind of knows that. And they're like, they're not recognizing that as, oh, they must have loved this post. Like they didn't even watch it. So you have to get people to watch the post, regardless of even if they like it. If your watch time is bad, it won't go anywhere. And bad watch time just means that they don't know why they'd watch it. So you could have like the best tip in the world for buying real estate in your area. But if you just start talking, yeah, so the other day I was out in, uh, you yeah. know, Warwick, Rhode Island, and uh, 
uh, blah, blah, blah. Like they've already skipped over. So you have to say like, here is the best house hunting tip that I've ever heard in the camera and, and then say it. So you need a hook, right? Absolutely wow. need it. Uh, and then the last second has to be the coolest part of the video. So the engagement rate is largely based off of if that last second hit, right? If it made them laugh or do whatever. Um, if you imagine like a video of someone that just does like a crazy backflip uh, on a motorcycle, I know there's there's probably not a lot of you out there listening to this podcast. Uh, I'll give some more general examples, but a motorcyclist, he does a backflip and he lands it if that video he lands it and then he keeps going off and then it keeps filming people like clapping and nothing else really happened for the next 10, 10 seconds get rid of it uh because that means that someone only has to watch the half point of the video until they're satisfied so they'll skip over it so that the last second has to be the coolest second so hey i'm showing this to my friend he's going to get 100 percent watch time every person they show it to it's always going to get 100 percent watch time and then they're like, that was crazy. And then that's when the like happens. If they're like, that was crazy. And they're like, do I still need to walk? What's, what's happening? Oh, no, I can skip. They, they're like, the like doesn't even happen anymore. Whoa, so the, the emotion cool. has to be in the last second. If you say a joke, it's the last second that people get it. Or as soon as Brilliant. people get the joke, cut it. Don't keep going. So cut it as, as soon as the main point or the coolest part has gotten across is very important. I love that tip. That's awesome. And also what people are doing wrong so they can fix it. So one of the things that I was fascinated in what you do is, um, well, I'm going to back up for a second. One of the things I see broken across all social media when it comes to people that want to sell their thing, right? That I teach social selling is that they pitch too soon. They, they, they try to sell too soon before there's any kind of interest or value. And um, when we were chatting, when we first met, you talked about giving away what you sell so that you're actually attracting people. You can talk more about what you sell when there's a giveaway versus I'm just selling to you. So talk to me a little bit about, and talk to us, uh, a little bit about what that looks like and how you work with your clients around that particular topic. Yeah, the, the foundation of it is just what you said, you, the ability to uh, advertise your services, but through the lens of, I'm just giving away for free right now. So their walls are down. Um, if you imagine trying to run ads, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, it doesn't matter. Uh, what would that ad say if I'm trying to sell my $2,000 consulting service or my $300 course or even products? Um, it, it can be really hard to come up with the proper copywriting. It's a very, very advanced skill to be able to write copywriting that actually you know, would convert that, especially if it's a higher ticket uh, offer. But then you think, all right, what if I run like a brand awareness campaign where I just kind of get people to know about me and then maybe they'll follow me and then maybe eventually they'll hear about what I talk, what I sell. And then it's just such a long sales process. It's hard for those ads to really be profitable uh, unless you're looking like 10 years out, like, oh yeah, 10 years ago, that brand awareness campaign seems to be finally coming to fruition. <laughs> right? um, so what I found is a way to kind of combine the two is, you know, without having to be an awesome copywriter, if you do a giveaway for the exact service you sell, and then I, I'm a fan of running ads to this. If you already have an audience, then awesome. It's great to run to them. Um, but it's just a great way to be able to say, 
you know, hey, if, if you like this and give some details on it, um, you can enter to win here. And just so it doesn't ever sound like a, a weird promotion coming out of nowhere, uh, having just a reason for the contest is really how you give it that professional vibe. So you could say, hey, for our fifth anniversary in business, we're choosing one lucky winner to win um, our full consulting package or um, our course. Um, you know, literally whatever you sell is is what the prize should be. Very few exceptions to this. Um, but it, like, so if like you're a realtor, like, yeah, you maybe don't give away a home, uh, but you <laughs> right. can attract an audience of people in your area with tickets to a sporting game, or even um, I had a realtor who did this recently where she was doing like a giveaway for this, this gift basket. There was like all these things that a, a new homeowner would want. Um, but then she also had like an event going on where it was like a wine and design event. So you get like a free glass of wine for attending her design event. Like just what can you give away for free is usually a lot easier to market. Just having the start of your sales process, especially your first point of contact, be that. Um, so like the tactical side of like, how does this work? Um, it's basically a very basic landing page that just asks for a name and email. And on that page, it just details, here's what you can win. Here's what it ends. Um, here's the reason why we're doing this giveaway, name and email. Um, then on the next page, it says, we've got your entry. Uh, we'll let you know in a couple of weeks if you want or not. In the meantime, if you want to increase your chances to win, you can like our Facebook page. You can connect with us on LinkedIn. You can follow our LinkedIn page for an extra entry. Uh, for your e-commerce, you can follow my Etsy store. You can re review our product online. You can review the podcast. Really, whatever you are, this is where you can get very creative and just put anything your company needs. If you're a new company, put a survey there. Hey, fill out a survey. Like, what product would you even choose if you won mm. our giveaway? Um, lots of creative things that you can do. Um, but what I found is usually about 30 to 50% of people do at least one of these things. And of those people, most of them just do all of them because they want your thing. They're just trying to get give themselves the best chance to win. And they're all so quick. Oh, just got to follow you on Instagram for another one. Double my chances. Oh, Easy, like your Facebook right. page, another one. So rather than running a campaign where I want to grow my LinkedIn, so let's run a campaign over there. I want to grow my Instagram. Let's run a campaign over there. Grow Facebook, all different campaigns. How can we grow all social audiences at once is what this allows you to do. Right. So I that's the that. second major step is populating them everywhere. But then the third one is announcing the winner. Um, so on the day the giveaway ends, I mean, I have people that will get you know, thousands of entries. How do you um, decide the winner before you announce it? Yeah. So um, I'll use like, uh, you actually just use like a, a giveaway creation tool. There's actually quite a bit of them out there. Kickoff Labs is my um, personal favorite. And I just had the founder on my podcast this morning and he gave me a Hi. special link that gets a better deal than on the website too. So I can give you that too. Yeah. This tool, it just at the end, you'd say pick a winner. And it just, uh, it it's tallies everything. So yeah, I'm not keeping track of like, all right, they like my Facebook page, give them one extra. Like it's not manual. It's all instantly automatically computed. Um, even their referral link, they get a custom link. Hey, if you want to share this with a friend and they enter, um, you'll get points get automatically. Points. Yeah, correct. The, everyone gets their own link for sharing it. So the, okay. and then they see the points and there's a leaderboard for uh, their points versus other people's points too. So they're like, I want to get all the points. That's awesome. It's fun. It's, it's really evolved. I've been doing this for like four years now. So you can imagine just staying in this lane for four years. I've really evolved it uh, in all the ways that I can think of. Um, and, you know, it's still, still got more to go, but um, on the last day of the giveaway, once you choose the winner, 
you send out an email with the subject that's like, you know, the results are in, we got our winner, something like that. So everyone opens it, it's like 60 to 70% open it. And you say, this is the person who won for everyone else. Thank you so much for playing as a consolation. You can get 25% off, you know, what, just whatever deal you want to do over the next week, you know, just, just now's the time to run an offer because from the time they enter the giveaway and the time it ends, you actually have a couple of weeks. So you send them emails, getting them used to your services, priming them, getting them ready to buy. And then you run the sale at the end. So you grab email, populate them everywhere, then run the sale at the end. But it doesn't require that you be a clever copywriter just because you're just giving away something for free. So it's just a lot easier way to, to set marketing up. I absolutely love this. So to that, for all our listeners, and we are coming to the end here, um, if someone's like, oh my gosh, I want to do this, how would they get in touch with you? And what does it look like to work with you? Yeah. So my uh, professional program, which I just call the, you can't possibly mess this up program. Uh, how it works is you do get a video course and the worksheets and templates and everything. However, I'm not cool with you getting it and it's sitting on the shelf and you never opening it. Um, so what we do is once a week, um, we talk on the phone and I just do like a pay as you month, pay as you go. So if you only if you want to knock it out in a couple months or whatever, you can do that. Um, but it's all at your own pace. So you just talk to me once a week. And before you start the giveaway, I just look over literally everything. And since I've done it a hundred times, I'm like, just don't turn on your ads until I've given full approval and, and you'll be good. And at this point, it's uh very as long as your offer works, it's it's gonna work pretty well. Um, and then the the free way is I do have a free course that will show you like how to set up. Uh, like what does the ad structure and what does this flow of traffic look like? Um, so that's called how to build and monetize a following in 90 days or less. And I'll give you the link to that. Otherwise it's on socialbamboo.com um, slash free course. Socialbamboo.com slash free course. Derek, this was awesome. I don't know a lot about Instagram, but it's time. <laughs> so <laughs> This was great. I thank you so much. Um, we really, uh, our audience will have, I got so much value out of it. I know that our audience will. I'm glad so, to hear people are like, you're going to talk about giveaways. I tried those. I'm like, just, just give me a second. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit different. Well, we, we loved having you on. Go follow Derek Vidal on Instagram, On find him on LinkedIn and connect with him there because that's where I live. But yeah. Um, and go sign up for his free course. I mean, that's a no brainer, right? Socialbamboo.com slash free course. Derek, thank you so much. I really appreciate your insights. Thank you, Bryn. Thanks for listening and join us again for more special guest instructors, bringing you marketing, sales training, and social selling strategies that will set you apart. Don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episodes from the Making Sales Social Podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.